well, well, well. It's here. It's working. Look at that. Hello. Hello. I had to do it on my uh, my laptop. So you have to fetch the charger or it may d d die. <laughs> oh. Okay. 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 Hi, guys. I'm sorry. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I think we're better now. Are you getting the charger going? Yeah, it's it's working. I am just dealing with a few um a few things over here. We're just about to technical difficulties. Just a few things. Okay. Um. Can you still hear me? I, we can still hear you, yes. Oh, amazing, amazing. Okay. Hi, I'm Venom. And I'm Ghost. And this is Hot Girl Horror Podcast. Today, we are here to discuss um, a few men in horror films that are... Are they really as villainous as they seem? Or are they the victim? <laughs> okay. Um, we want to go ahead and we want to preface and say that this is all fictional characters from horror films. They aren't real people. We know that they committed some atrocious acts. These are murderous psychopaths. But, you know, <laughs> we love them for a reason. Um, and so we don't want to... <clears throat> we don't want to imply that we are condoning or accepting of any of these things. However, these boys, you know, these characters, they have a soft spot in our heart. So we are just having some fun. It's a little bit of a dark humor, you know, that's, you're gonna expect a lot of that from us. So just please don't take anything that we say too seriously, have some fun, have a laugh. Um, and just remember that if this isn't something that's for you, that's okay. You can come back to another podcast uh, at a later date. We've got a lot of other topics that we're going to cover. It'll yeah. be fine. Promise. <laughs> but stick around. Those of you who get it, get it. And those, and those who don't, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to have Venom start with the first character. Do you want to go ahead and give them a, pre a premise as to where all this started from or like a starter character before? first male yes so an example character would have to be i'm, I'm sorry grim was trying to eat my hot wings um <laughs> not, the hot wings. not the hot wings um i an example would be i don't remember the character's name but take betty white from lake placid r.i.p baby girl are we going to give her her name? Uh, let me go ahead and we're going to Google it real quick. Uh, oh, they're going to hate that, the typing. <laughs> That's totally fine. It's totally fine. Her name was Miss Dolores. Miss Dolores. Um, RIP baby, Betty White, Miss Dolores, and Lake Placid. I don't feel that what she did was wrong. I feel that she was a woman who really cared about animals. Now, even on farms, sometimes other animals eat animals. Now, maybe not farm animals in particular. Um, I was really referencing um, one of the things I learned about recently when that woman was feeding other farm animals to her pigs. But um, I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> it's not. But um, it's, it's okay. 
it's okay. So, you know, yeah, was she feeding her cows to an alligator that she raised from a baby? Yeah. Did she potentially curl bask in it and feed her husband to it? Maybe. But um, I don't think, I just think she really cared about the animals. So <laughs> we provide, what we will do is list the character, provide some supporting evidentiary evidence. Yes, I did say evidentiary evidence. And um. To support our stance, and that's really what it is. So, yeah. Um, so, do you want to go ahead and start with our first boy? Our first boy. Who? Okay, our first boy <laughs> from the 2005 film House of Wax comes not his brother, but Bo Sinclair, um, baby boy Bo. Now, I feel that he was just a man that was defending family and property. Uh -huh. Now, for instance, right? Imagine you live out in this town of Ambrose all by yourself, all alone with you, just, just you and your brothers, right? One of you is described as, I mean, the youngest brother is described as simple. The other brother is a mute, okay? A mute who really loves art because that's what wax is. Wax figures is art. So, okay, <laughs> that's fine. And all of a sudden, you have these rampant, drinking, explicit, noisy, explicit. noisy disrespectful <laughs> teenagers just so disrespectful. On your like, I'm not gonna call the whole town their property, but I am I on mean, your property. I think it is. It I is. think it is. It is um <laughs> on your property, right? Trespassing. Huh? Trespassing. 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 So what happens? His film, his fan belt breaks. Now, hold on, we're gonna preface this. Did they go to the edge of the property to see what the fuck was going on? He did. He had to make sure that his brothers were not in imminent danger. He saw what yeah. they were doing, saw that they were just camping out here being rambunctious. He was like, fuck, they're probably gonna trash this area, this clearing, but that's fine. I'll send Lester out here in the morning to clean it up. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Lester pops up. Mm -hmm. Lester is like dumping. His, he's getting his little road kills together. He's got his little animal pit, just trying to clean up the town of Ambrose, just trying to make it nice. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, our fan belt's broke. Can we come? Can you help us? Can you give us a lift to the town? He's like, yeah, there's a town over here. There's a gas station. There's a mechanic there. Yeah, I got mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. He gives these people, these two teenagers, a ride. Why they got an attitude? Why you being so rude? They were so rude to Lester Sinclair, bro. They were so rude to him. Like, I, I mean, okay, but let can, can I just interject real quick? They were very rude, but I think to play devil's advocate, I think it's just the fact that they were like supposed to be city kids and they weren't expecting. In the <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Continue. I'm so sorry. Disgusting. I'll give you that. His truck was disgusting. Did he mm -hmm. look at the girlfriend's boobs? He did. Likely. Likely. <laughs> Likely he did. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the way they spoke to him, the way Wade was like, I, like you could tell his feelings were. He was so hurt. He's like, well, then get out and walk then. They walk around the bend. There's a town. Now you feel like an asshole, huh? Hurt that, <laughs> hurt that poor boy's feelings. Or what? Because mm -hmm. he's dirty? Because his truck a little gross? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so I I have to preface this right now. 
and say, do you think that he didn't tell his older brother about his grief? You think he didn't tell his brother? Brother, I tried to do something nice today for these strangers, and they were complete assholes to me. He was totally probably crying. He was probably probably. crying on the phone. He's probably crying. <laughs> right? <Sniffling>. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was hurt. He was so hurt. Because mm-hmm. you know it comes down, it comes down to what his what he looks like and the things that he yeah. does. And that yeah. shit hurts. So, but okay, yeah. okay. Then these same trifling ass teenagers barred in on 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 a fucking funeral that Bo was attending. Memorial, but yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, I was gonna clarify. It is a memorial, but it looks like a funeral. But it's the memorial site for his deceased mother, their deceased mother. Um. Now, I just feel that when he came out, he did have an attitude, but he probably put two and two together and was like, these are the teenagers I was rude to my brother. They just barged mm-hmm. in on this, on this sacred site. They're like, what do you, what do you guys need? Like, what do you, what are you in this town for? Right. Mm-hmm. Cause clearly they have come beyond the clearing. They're like, our fan belts broke. They told us, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm the mechanic. I'm the mechanic. Just let me finish up here. Just let me finish talking to my mom, attending this funeral, my memorial, my solitude. I'm reflecting. Just let me finish what I'm doing. Meet me at, meet me outside the gas station. I got you. I'm going to get you the fuck out of here. Respectfully. Uh-huh. All right. Respectfully. What do they do? Trope all over the town. I want to go to the house of wax. Touching shit. Touching shit. <laughs> you don't touch shit in a museum, but you're touching it disrespectful heathen so all right now here here's where the shit gets wild okay he meets them he's like i gotta change out of my suit i gotta get my tools they were like cool we'll come with you they ride with him to his house to his home Uh he's like okay i told you i'm gonna go change and gather my work stuff we'll be i'll be good to go give me like 15 here go wade ass in the back talk about can i go pee can you pee outside? Can you hold it? Can you piss at the campsite? You, There's no outhouse at that campsite. Y'all been pissing outside all night. Now it's a problem? It's a problem for you to go? Fine. He's like, yeah, man. Come on. You can go pee. That's fine. What does he do? He pisses, makes fun of his home decor, and goes through his shit. <laughs> While this man That's is upstairs, rude. having just returned from a funeral, <laughs> he's upstairs. Changing to help you, and you're being rude, you sniveling little bitch. So, <laughs> Bo comes outside because we're talking from Bo's perspective. He comes outside. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. he probably pissed and left. Comes outside, sees a girl in the truck. He probably confuses fuck. Like, where's where's? He's like, where's Wade? He's like, I was. I'm asking you the same shit. Where is he? Where is Wade? That's the question. The last time I saw him, he was he went in there with you. Where is he? Oh, I guess he apparently his piss turned into a shit, sis. I don't know. I guess he took a dump. I could never. Bro, I don't fucking know. He's like, bro, but I'm just I'm gonna sit and I'll wait with you. Being mm-hmm. nice. What does she do? She scoots to the driver's seat as he approaches it. It slams her hand on the lock, locks him out the driver's side of his truck. He's laughing. He's like, okay, all right, little girly. Like, okay, darling, you wanna sit? You want to sit in the driver's seat? It makes you feel more comfortable. That's fine. I'll sit on the passenger side until he comes out. He goes to walk around. Like, he's like, okay. He goes to walk around. She slams her hand on that lock. I know you didn't just lock this man out the truck that he bought with the keys inside. 
paid off. Paid off. Owns paid it off. completely. And, well, he just paid it off. He just paid it off. <laughs> paid the fuck off. And he 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 starts laughing. He's like, "What the fuck? Like, what are you doing?" She goes, oh, "Silly, silly." I'm not gonna sit in your truck with the doors locked until Wade comes outside. The hell you are! Now he's mad. He throws his whole little bucket of tools. And now, mind you, every fucking tool that flew out that bucket mm -hmm. was necessary for the, to fix that fucking fan belt. I guarantee you. I guarantee you it was necessary to fix that fan belt. He had nothing but pure intentions, and you locked him out his own fucking vehicle with the keys on the inside. Now, you know, I, I got I gotta say, I do believe he has anger issues. I will, I will be devil's advocate there. I do believe he could have handled the situation a bit better. But let let me let me let me pick He was up caught off head. guard. He was, he was. Like, not only are you on his property, you've been pissing outside all night, you want to go inside because he still has to come out. What are you doing inside of my house? But then you're out here locking me out of my truck. He probably locked me out of my house. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? So uh -huh. at this point, uh -huh. he just wants her out of his house. Uh -huh. so off his property. Off his property, <laughs> out his house, off his property. He might, uh -huh. I, will, I won't speak on if he would have still fixed that bound belt for him, for them. He might have just to get them the fuck out of there. But we won't, we, all right. Oh, who knows? Who knows? It's open for interpretation. Exactly. He busts down, busts down the window, all elbow. Clearly, like, oh, God damn. So he just, at this point, he's just like, get the fuck out of the truck. Because I just want my keys. Yeah. What does she do? She kicks him, starts the truck up, and backs off a curb. <laughs> now, let me tell you what that's called. It's called high center. You know what that is? No. What is a that? high center is something, <laughs> according to the engineeringequestrian.com, it is uh -huh. when the part of, part of the vehicle is stuck on higher ground than the wheels. So you can rev the gas, but it doesn't matter. They're just going to spin. Because if it's a four, it's, if it's four wheel drive, like forward drive, um, uh -huh. that is going to make the front wheels go, but it still needs to grip at the back. Now, yeah. I, I took the liberty. <laughs> the notes. <laughs> I took the liberty of researching what kind of vehicle to make model and the fucking logistics for the truck, right? Of course Now, Bo had a Chevrolet K30 crew cab. It's also known as the big dually, right? Now, mm -hmm. let me get, let, I'm going to be very basic. I found a car on um, topclassiccarsforsale.com. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, <laughs> according to this and, the, and Chevy's wiki, all right, the big dually was a one ton truck okay one ton truck the length was eight feet and it had the option of dual rear wheeling both his back wheels is hanging off the curb suspended in the air it's got to be between the wheels and the ground i'm talking the whole undercarriage of that vehicle is on concrete and grass mm -hmm. now let me tell you something about this you want to know how you you correct a high centered vehicle how you call a tow truck? Who's the <laughs> man in that town? Is it is it his dually the tow truck too? I don't know. I didn't see the tow hitch, but but even if he had to call somebody, even if he had to call a tow truck, not only is he gonna have to pay to drive for that bitch to drive out there. Yeah, he's gonna have to pay for this man to tow his vehicle off. Now, how do you think he they would tow this vehicle off? You think they would jack it up and lift it and then? No, they're gonna drag it. They're gonna drag it off. Do you know what's on the undercarriage of a car? Integral components to the vehicle. Do you, do you know what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna happen to that? You wanna know what's gonna happen?
happened to that ethical vehicle? Huh? Happened to that ethical fucking vehicle? It is going to tear that shit up. It's going to tear it up. It's going to fuck it up. And depending upon the amount of damage it does, mm-hmm. you have to go, you have to get towed right to the fucking shop to get a fucking, what's it called? A diagnostic? You have to get a fucking uh-huh. diagnostic on your fucking vehicle. It's a diagnostic. It's a test. You have to see everything that's fucked up in it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out exactly what, what was on the undercarriage of this fucking vehicle, but let me tell you, it's a lot. It's, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure, gas line shit, bottom engine shit. It's a lot of shit. So you have potentially just told up this man's vehicle. You hop out and you run. <laughs> you think he's not going to chase you. I think he's not going to chase you. I have never seen a man run hurt. I have never seen somebody get run down so fast, bitch. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, but it doesn't stop there. Right? It doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. He also gets locked. <laughs> gets locked out of his own business. He gets locked out of his own business. Mm-hmm. He gets shot by his own crossbow. He gets shot his arm and his chest. <laughs> Do you know what kind of adrenaline has to be pumping through your fucking veins to get shot in your chest with an arrow? <laughs> And just simply just snap the bitch in half with some pliers and call them a day. <laughs> right. right. So let's run it back. Let's run it back. Uh-huh. His baby brother, they interrupted his memorial. They interrupted and desecrated his mother's memorial. Uh-huh. They, they have, he's, the, bro, the boy is still in his house. As far as he knows, the girl has driven his truck off a fucking dip. <laughs> his vehicle and then her brother comes and locks him out of the business that he owns (laughs) bro as he's loading up his double barrel shotgun i know he was so livid he's so livid it's him trying to balance, like like a parent chasing down rabid toddlers, like trying to go in five different directions. Right, but listen, he was upset. He was upset when he found out what Vincent did to Wade because he was like, what the fuck? I don't, why would you do it? And he was like, you know what, yeah. Vincent, I'm sorry. Your art is beautiful. Your art is beautiful. I'm ha- I have an arrow on my fucking chest. My drum- <laughs> I have, I'm displacing my anger onto you, my mute brother. I'm sorry. We don't know where Lester is. He hasn't heard from Lester since this morning. He probably thinks Lester is dead. Okay? He doesn't know where Lester is. His whole life is in shambles because a group of teens wanted to camp and came to his town being disrespectful. So, um, quite frankly, with all of that being said, Bo is simply just a man that was trying to defend his family and his property. <laughs> he, did, he, he did cross that line. He did decide that he was going to kill them. He was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to, I'm going to end them. Now, desperation, driven, was, driven mad. Right. But he probably just wanted to subdue them. So he could really sit down and be like, what the fuck? Like subdue by yeah, any means, yeah, yeah. stabbing in your leg. Like I'm going to sit you down because I'm calling the cops. I'm your parents are gonna pay for this shit. I guarantee you, if he could patch up that hole in his chest and that hole in his arm, 
from them crossbows. He could have fixed that stab to old buddy boy's leg, her brother. Probably. Yeah. yeah. He could have fixed that. You want to kick this man in his chest, <laughs> twisting the arrows and shit. <laughs> So Sinclair did nothing fucking wrong in my opinion. Y'all caught him on a really fucked up day. Y'all was fucking with him from day one, and he didn't deserve what he got. None of the Sinclair brothers maybe deserve what they got. Uh huh. Uh huh. Vincent probably called Wendell what was fucking going on, and when he saw them bitches in his house with wax music, he said, "You fucking with my art." <laughs> That man, was throwing, that man was throwing plates at Vincent. He's sitting there like, my wax plates? <laughs> that took eight hours. <laughs> that took 13 layers of paint. The chisel, please stop. Throwing it at him. You were so mad at the wax mask, bro. Y'all tormented this family, killed them, and then had the cops on your side? Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> that man was... He was villainized when he was an outright fucking victim. That whole family was. Now it's only Lester and the dog. At least his truck's intact. He still got his truck. Still got his dog, too. He got the meanwhile, meanwhile, Vincent, Vincent and Bo are reunited. They came, went out this world the same way they came in it. Sad. Yes. Sad as hell. Sad. But I suppose I will be handing the spirit stick to you. <laughs> Spirit stick. Okay. You um, me? Don't drop it on the ground. It's bad luck. <laughs> oh my God! It's it. Now we're gonna have to make a spirit stick with like the gems and the glue and the, yes, the puffy paint, all the of ma- it. The macaroni on the inside so it rattles. Yes. Um. Okay. So mine is definitely a little bit heavier than <laughs> I think yours is. I went a different direction. Okay. Um. Because I have feel I have so many feelings about this character, as you know, but my feelings aren't the same as your feelings. I feel like he, he it wasn't so much, you know, defending property and whatnot. It's more like he was a broken man. Okay. So my character is Tom Hanniger from the 2009 remake of My Bloody Valentine, the 3D version. Okay. Uh, you know, that's that's important. Um <laughs> I still love that in our notes you wrote Tom, Dick, and Harry by this of poor course, man's name. Of course. It's um, really oh, we should have gave you all a spoiler alert at the beginning, but as you can see from House of Wax, um, <laughs> you should have figured it out. But <laughs> um, I yeah, there were there are lots of spoilers that should be noted. Yeah. Um, I love. I had to. I had I to I because know. because know. Harry was the original Harry Warden, and now mm-hmm. we have Tom. So where's Dick? Okay. Is it the I one know. that they I share? I'm so sick. I'm so sick. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna continue, and I'm gonna blow right past what you just said because how dare you? Um, Okay, so Tom is dealing with grief and depression because he's a kid. He's the foreman's kid. You know, he's already got a lot of things stacked against him. You know, being being the boss's kid, obviously everybody's gonna judge you. They're gonna be like, you're a piece of shit. You only got this job because of who your daddy is. And, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, he he didn't know how to do his job. They were a little bit correct, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to attribute that to age and nervousness. So, you know, he he didn't open the vent. It's the pressure. Yeah, it's the pressure. He didn't open the vent. Performance anxiety. (laughs) 
exactly performance anxiety so, you know he's he's feels he feels the responsibility of of causing the death of the other miners and then you know therefore uh if we're going to domino affect it it was his fault that harry then had to kill those other miners so that harry could have the oxygen um so that he could survive and then of course after harry wakes up a year <laughs> yes you have a question <laughs> what you can't see is that i'm raising my hand i do um <clears throat> I feel like you're going to tell me mm -hmm. that those miners' family that were killed by Harry were mad. They were upset, right? Uh, I mean, Which, probably. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Can I just say that they were just upset that their family members didn't think of that first? You know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, I it, was it was it inventive? Yes. Was it the so only option? Probably not. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a mine. I don't know how much oxygen is in there. I don't know if it was possible that they could have all lived. But I, like, I think Harry made a decision that was rash that he felt was justified because he wanted to live. He's like, he was probably weighing it out in his head. He was like, that man is cheating on his wife. He's a piece of shit. He this man, not you, he doesn't not know how to do his job. Terrific story to defend their deaths. I'm not down in the line. I'm just saying what Harry's Listen, train of thought may have been. We're not we're not defending Harry. We're defending Tom. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, like I said, Tom is feeling grief. He's feeling depression because he was responsible for those miners dying, for Harry killing them, and then for Harry waking up a year later out of his coma, out of his little sleepy sleep, and then slaughtering everybody. Right. And so Tom is like, oh shit, I fucked up real good. Do you have another question? Is that why you raised your hand? At least he didn't eat them. No Ew. windigos here. No windigos in this mine. You know, right. However, we are going to talk about a cannibal later. So, you know, we probably shouldn't, you know. <laughs> I'm going to see myself out. Okay. Um, I have so, one minute next and left. So I'm going to put, I'm going to keep my hand down because I only get okay. three per. So I'm putting myself on a limit. We're going to move on, right? We're going to move on. So Tom also, this poor broken man definitely has PTSD. Okay. He definitely has PTSD. All throughout the movie, you can see the fear and the desperation in his eyes. This boy's got anxiety. And, you know, I know a lot of us can relate to that. And sometimes when we get in our little anxious fits, when we be having anxiety attacks, we don't know how to handle that. Okay. And, and neither did Tom. Um, <clears throat> but you can see, like, he's, he's definitely battling. Does he want to be the good guy? Does he want to be the bad guy? And his, his inner demons are definitely making it hard for him he wants to be the protector um because why why did tom go deeper into the mine why did tom get separated he heard the screaming right everybody else is running out everybody is running from the danger tom ran deeper into the mine right and my feeling is that tom was like oh my god i've already seen people die in this mine i don't want any more bloodshed so i'm gonna run in i'm gonna go save whoever is screaming right so that's how he like ends a redemption up arc for him for yeah. when he didn't go yeah. help the last time Yes, so he's trying his best to be a protector. We also see this later with Sarah, but that's whatever, right? So um, again, PTSD, he's so traumatized. This man is deep in this mind, freaking out, hearing people scream. He knows something's wrong. He doesn't know what's wrong. This is when we see Harry, right? So he's being hunted down by this pickaxe wielding maniac who he's already known 
killed people, right? Like he already knows that dude has beef with him. So he's like, oh fuck, I'm screwed, right? <laughs> so he's on the brink of death. He's looking at his demise and then he has to watch Harry get shot right in front of him. And I'm sorry, I don't even care if it is your killer. Like you're still gonna have trauma resulting from somebody getting shot right in your face, right? Well, um, yeah, so like, that's hard. Again, a broken man. He is mentally not not okay. And that's okay. Um, uh, da, 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 let me look at my notes. I am so sorry. Let's see this. Okay. So we're going to move on to another sequence. This is later on in the film. This is obviously after all the killings and, you know, Sarah is convinced that it's Axel, which like, can we note if she was so convinced that it was Axel, Obviously, Axel's a piece of shit, right? Like, she, for a hot minute, believed that it was Axel. Because she had, there was the scene, she had the gun, and she's pointed at Tom, and she's pointed at Axel, and they're both, like, going back and forth. But, like, she really considered, she really thought, like, oh, man, I've been, I've been, like, married to this man. I have been in this man's bed, and he's probably a psycho killer, right? So, like, there's something to say about him. So, anyway... <laughs> Anyway, they're down. They're in the mines. They're having their whole little thing, right? It's the way and we get the. Go ahead. That's what I was saying. I was, I was thinking this. I was like, it's the way I can't speak on her. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't. You really can't. Okay, so um, in the behind the scenes, like flashbacks, right, where it's showing all of the shit that he did. It's a, it's him putting on the mask. It's him doing the murders or whatever. Like you can see him battling with it. It's the scene where he's like gripping the sink and like looking into the mirror and you can see him fighting his inner demons right he doesn't that like what dissociating. he was so dissociating he didn't like what was happening but he felt like he wasn't in control right so um we've got issues with ptsd we've got issues with grief depression anxiety we have abandonment issues because again he was he was left like axel said we're getting the fuck out i don't give a damn about what happened to Tom. He's on his own. Goodbye. Like, he may be his, he may have already been through some trauma with this man. He'll be fine. Right? And yeah, Sarah's like, oh, we have to wait. We have to stay. But like, she didn't really put up that much of a fight, right? She like, she, she was, she said she it was to make willing herself to feel better when she left him. Exactly. And she was like, exactly. oh, well, I said, say it was your fault, Axel. You made me leave him. Exactly. She, do, she does not take any responsibility for the shit that Tom is going through, right? Um, no accountability. Yeah. So again, he's definitely dealing with mental illness. He's struggling and he can't figure out how to separate himself from Tom and Harry. Mm -hmm. He's trying. And um, it's the scene where he's hallucinating, right? They're in the mine and he sees Harry. Uh, he sees them coming at him and he starts screaming at Sarah, you know, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. But he's not saying shoot him as in Harry, because obviously Harry's not there. Harry's dead. He's saying shoot him as in shoot me. Shoot Harry, who is living inside of me, because I feel that Tom, uh, on a level, like, recognized, understood that he wasn't okay, that he wasn't all there. And he knew that this version of Harry Warden, this demon that's haunting him, is living inside of him, taking over him doing all these horrific things. So he's screaming, shoot him, as in, please, end it. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't like being a killer, right? But 
he's 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 out of control. He doesn't know how to fight him because he is still that kid who fucked up, right? It's so sad. He's the kid who. He fucked up. He he got some people killed that were his friends. Like he was he, accosted. He pushed Harry to that point. Yeah, he pushed Harry to that point. He was accosted by the whole town. The whole town was like, hey, you're a piece of shit. Fuck out of here. So again, he's been abandoned by everybody in his life, right? So he's this insecure, sad little boy who doesn't know how to fight the big bad demon inside of him. And yes, we have the scene where he like, quote unquote, takes over and like is still murderous or whatever. But I still feel like that was like a mental snap. Like I feel it was at that point that Tom just couldn't deal with it anymore. And that Harry Warden had taken over and Harry was like so much stronger in his, in his fight that Tom just kind of receded. So like, was it Tom that killed those people or was it Harry? Because I don't think Tom, the insecure, scared little boy who was groveling on the ground and begging for like help from this man who had yeah. already tormented him twice before, I don't think it was him. I really feel like he was a victim just because he was so fucked up. And you he just called it over. alter ego. You could call it dissociative identity disorder. We'll call it a lot of things that he could qualify for. But yes, that's my take on on Tom. Do you want to go ahead and we'll tackle uh, our, our third boy? Okay, our third boy has had many a name. <laughs> many a name because it was the way I have been calling him the incorrect name from what he was given in this particular film. He's got a couple of spinoffs, a couple of, he's got a bit of a series, got a bit of of a track record. Um, But the one that we will solely be focusing on is the 2013 3D Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We are here to talk about Bubba Jedediah, not Jebediah, Jedediah Sawyer. Mm -hmm. His name was Jedediah, not Bubba, but we are going, I'm likely going to call this man Bubba. So, from what we found based on our research, it was what did we what did we say his first was, name was? It was it was Thomas. Bubba. Thomas. No, no, no. His name was Thomas, but his brother called him Bubba, and that's where it kind of got adapted that he was yes. Bubba. And then in the more recent remakes, they changed it to Jedediah Sawyer because I guess they were trying to give it a fresh take. But whatever, it doesn't matter. We're gonna go ahead it's and use Jedediah. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and use Jedediah since that is who the specific movie we're talking about. Okay. But if we say Bubba, then you know you it's know still who we're talking it's, about. It's okay. Oh, look, I didn't call him Tom, Dick, and Harry. Um, I didn't call him Baby Boy Bo. So we're here for Bubba, Jedediah Sawyer, Jedi, yes. Jedi, Bubba, either one. Any of them are fine. So, I didn't read the notes. Okay, that's fine. I'll take the lead and you can just commentate. It's fine, okay. honey. Okay, so again, we're going to need to be 20. I, okay, I watched this one. I know about it. So, mm-hmm. the scene that I would like to, to reference, I suppose, because we had two different approaches. The scene that Hold I. Hold on, wait. Is this, is this the scene where with her that we discussed? It was more so the letter that she received. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, okay, go ahead. So in the movie, um, the beginning, really, final girl, 
receives her letter from her grandmother being like, you have an inheritance, you have a house, you are a part of this family, you were snatched. There is a man still here. If you're reading this, I am dead. Um, he's not all there, but he will be good to you if you're good to him. And that's the key phrase we need. But it's the way that she didn't read all of it. She really saw, I have an inheritance. I have a house. She saw and then money, she land. She stopped reading. <laughs> she said money and land. Fuck the boy living in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> some random woman i have no idea who she is i've just found out that my entire life is a lie but i don't care i'm gonna take a road trip with my boyfriend and some fuck boyfriends and we're gonna go get my mansion and she cared she didn't care about anything else there could have been stipulations like like the floor is all lava <laughs> or there's a giant man bat that lives in the bathroom and she wouldn't have cared she wouldn't have cared um <clears throat> okay but yeah so you know, we know it, uh, as, uh, you know, what is that, uh, t 2020 vision after the fact, we know that in the letter it said, you know, be good to him, he'll be good to you. But we don't know that as we go in, right? She didn't, so, she crumpled it and threw it in the trash. <laughs> she took it to her parents, her parents kept it. Exactly. <laughs> they, um, I, low key, I think they hated her. Oh, I know, sure. I know her parents read that fucking letter and they were like, oh, oh. Oh, he's still alive? Yeah, send her there. They called and probably gave the town right. a heads up. She's coming. She's one of them. Let, let, let him do it. Let him. Probably. But you know oh, they read it. They read the whole fucking letter and they were like, there is a man that is there that is not all there, but be good to him and he will be good to you. Hey, what did you say this letter said? It said I have money in a house. That's all, that's all it said? Yeah, that's all it said. Yeah, girl, you got money and a house. I'm going to tuck this letter in my back pocket and you going to go ahead. Go ahead and get your shit, girl. Go get, get, get in your bag. Get in your bag. Yes. Okay. Um, so to we're going to go back a little bit. We have to go back because yes. the 2013 yes. version does connect directly to the very first one, right? So this picks up in the beginning, right? It's it's 1974. Uh, the first attack happens. The girl, she's running down the road covered in blood. She's in the back of the truck screaming. We love her. She's an iconic survivor girl, whatever. That's cool, right? However, this girl sticks in his mind. She she is the, the catalyst the that brings that everything away. down. Yeah, she's the one that got away. She's how the vigilantes find out that there's been a slaughter, right? They don't know what's going allegedly. on because she's probably, allegedly. allegedly, she's covered in blood. She's screaming. She's erratic. She's a white woman who just is, I've been attacked, right? So, of course, they're like, oh, hey, we didn't like those Sawyers anyway. We're going to roll up. So, <clears throat> The, the town folk, they all roll up to the Sawyer property. They're screaming, give us the, give us the boy. Give us the boy. Um, and naturally, no, as, a, as, as a family on your own property, you're going to defend okay. him. Also, also, because the fact that we know he's not all the way there, like, that's crazy and on they, a level. They were literally telling them, we're going to, we're going to kill him. Bro, we're you're going to tell me that you're going to kill my child? And you think I'm going to send him outside? Right. It, could you could you imagine could you imagine how that series would go if the family was just like you know what they might have a point and they just send the hey baby baby can you go take this to the man outside it's 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 our white flag <laughs> they would have killed him and then came back and killed him anyway like it didn't oh, really fucking matter 
Exactly, exactly. So anyway, you, know. you raise him, you let him this fucked up kid run around like you're next. Like, oh, you're going to kill exactly. me. Well, at least my child and I will die with dignity and honor. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, the vigilantes, they get all huffy and puffy because they don't. That family doesn't hand over the child that they blatantly said that they want to kill. So what do they do? They start shooting up the place. They're throwing Molotov cocktails, the whole place burning. Shots fired. There's dead people everywhere, either shot to death or burnt to death. And ain't nobody trying or to go both. out like that. Or both. Or both. Right. And then we get we get this fucking asshole who, in the midst of this firefight, finds this woman half dead, burnt, still breathing. And you know she's freaking out in pain, clutching her baby to her chest, saying please have mercy and what does he do he rips that baby from her arms and then kicks her in the head <laughs> kicks her in the face this disrespectful like literally put an insult on injury how dare you right so anyway can we just talk about was the baby crying it's gonna I, come it's gonna come in later right because i don't recall. i feel like I feel like the baby was, but I don't want, I don't recall to be completely honest. I haven't watched it in a few years. We um, have plans to rewatch all of these movies to really give some in-depth things, but um, life comes at you fast and work comes at you it quicker. Does. It does. It, <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Um, okay. So did, what were you what were you saying about the baby what were you saying oh, about i was just crying? asking if she was crying or not because if she wasn't and she was peaceful in her mom's arms i guarantee the child was going to be crying the way he snatched that little whiplash like next okay okay so head. don't don't quote me on this we can go back and re we can rewatch it or we can, can we get corrected in the comments real quick um uh we'll see <laughs> Keep talking, keep talking. I'm, 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 I okay, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk about like his first attack in this movie, right? It's the it's the thief. It's the the dude who is out there stealing grandma's silver candlesticks, robbing the place blind. Jed opens this door, sees the stranger in his house, doesn't know who he is, sees this freaking burlap sack of grandma's shit in his bag, and Jed's like, uh who the fuck is this? I don't know you. So he kills him because why? He's scared. He's intimidated. There's a stranger in his house. I, d d it's Texas. Texas has a defend your property law. Like let's here let's be is. honest here. Um, so no, we don't even feel bad for the thief. Um, so then we go on, right? He's uh, he's at the point. It's Heather and it happened in broad daylight. <laughs> it did. Heather and her her little group, they're they're partying at the house, right? Um, shit goes down. He starts following Heather. He is following Heather for miles throughout this town. They're going through fields. They're going through city streets. They go through the crowded freaking festival. He's got his eyes. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. I just broke my fan. Give me two seconds. <laughs> I don't know who did it. Okay. Um, okay. Again, this is a Dyson Black this is expensive. Can you do this? You seem to do this quite often. So what I'm going She's to ask you to Okay. I love you very much. Are you good? Yes. Okay. Um, so anyway, he's chasing her. 
he's got his eyes dead set on i've got to get this girl because again he sees this girl just like the first girl from the very first incident right okay. she's gonna get away and if she gets away what's gonna happen because i don't have any family left i don't have anything left but something bad is gonna happen because every time a girl gets away something bad happens that's his fear he's scared right we yes. also see this reiteration with aaron in the 2003 remake she's the same thing she's that girl who's gonna get away and he is freaking out that's why he has this drive of i have to fix it this is my job to protect what's mine to protect my family because he doesn't know any better right so we get towards the ending right at this point the corrupt cops we're at the we're at the pivotal ending secret sequence the corrupt cops have kidnapped heather they're using her for bait once again showing how evil like the common man is they're out here calling him a monster calling them evil but, but like what they're are just they doing love. using her as bait sacrificing her exactly. because they're like we're gonna shoot him in his back cowards um, yeah, you couldn't go up there and get him yourselves, but you're gonna oh, okay. pussy boys, pussies. Um, so she's tied up, she's helpless, she's been left for Leatherface like a sacrifice in the yes. hopes that he's gonna slaughter her, and then they're gonna shoot him in the back, and then the they're witness. all gonna be... remove the witness from the scene. Exactly. Then they're gonna sit there and be like, "We killed him because he slaughtered he this poor girl." They want to be the. They want to be handed. The... Exactly. And I'm asking well, how long it took you to get there, why your cruisers were showing you were already there. Oh, okay. Right. So right. What about the what about the litigation marks, the restraints? Oh, you're gonna fumble that in the evidence. You're not gonna put it in the report. Got it. Um, right. Hear me. Hear me. No, no, no. They would they would have taken they would have taken the chainsaw and they would have cut her, cut her, cut her all her limbs off. He <laughs> slaughtered her, um, <laughs> like a, like a cattle. But I the reason that I was so hard on finding out if the child was crying or not is because how did what what stopped him? Tell me what stopped him. Why didn't he slaughter her? <laughs> so, okay. So she's all tied up. She's all basically out there on a platter, yeah. silver platter. Her shirt is ripped open. Titties out for whatever freaking reason. Oh, I know. Um, and he sees the little S on her chest where she that was going. That came from her Sawyer family necklace that got too yeah. hot in the fire and branded her. Yes. It branded yes. her, which is why I was asking if the child was crying. If I, hell, you brand me now. Oh, baby. Blubber crying. I'm wailing. Yes. I'm going to sound like a banshee. Yes. And, and the person sitting beside me is about to die. I'm yelling. <laughs> Do you hear me? <laughs> Bro, hollering at the top of my lungs consistently. Yes. You're telling me a child that just came into this world got branded and wasn't crying? Like, I, like that's what I was asking. Did she calm it down? <laughs> I don't remember. I wish I did. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, like, in my opinion, and I think in yours too, you know, the vigilantes, they, they really didn't have to go about it the way that they did. Was the first slaughter justified? No, but, you know, Bubba, he wasn't all there. He, he was. Him, they could have been like, hey, send him out. We are voluntarily, as a town, deciding to take him and commit him. Yeah, like something, something. But he's clearly not a brain dead monster, right? No, because again, because he had sense enough to see that I'd be like, that's yeah. family. He I've saw that's family. I got to the whole time. Exactly. And they turn and they kill the group of vigilantes and they go and they mind their fucking 
business. It's her making breakfast for him at the end and him just being like, let me be in the basement. I'm going to mind my business as long as nobody comes into our house and doesn't threaten us. I'm just going to do, I'm going to go do my little. If you want, bro, I'm your basement (laughs) companion. If they get a little too rowdy and I pop up, I'm ending shit. I'm not here to ask questions. I'm going to kill first and you can chastise me later. So keep it that, keep the noise level down. Don't stomp above me. Don't drop shit. Don't knock shit down. If you drop shit, you better send them the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but other than that, like, you don't even have to make me breakfast. You being so nice, like, she's like, look, she read the letter. She read the letter completely through her parents. Like, look, she mm-hmm. went back to her house, got the letter, and read it. Be good to him. I'm gonna make him breakfast. I bet you he likes bacon and eggs. Everybody likes bacon like and pancakes, eggs. pancakes, bud. You will today. I know you like meat. You need protein in your diet. <laughs> okay. But, but that yes. is our, our run through. Um, baby boy, Bo, Tom, Dick, and Harry, <laughs> and Jedediah, Sawyer, Bubba. <laughs> Um, we love them all so much. I do believe that they were all victims. In their own way. In their own way. Some more than others. Um, <laughs> and but yes, yeah. that is our first episode. That Again, uh, we know that this this episode was probably a little bit messy. And that's okay because it's our first episode. We're trying our best. We're gonna clean it up. We're gonna finesse it. It's gonna be great, it's and we really so hope- great. Like two months from now, oh, it might still be a shit show. A year from now, hopefully we're still in business. Um, but you can find us on Instagram at Hot Girl Horror Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at the same name. We are also currently in the works of trying to set up some other socials like Snapchat. We're trying to get this on Spotify. Just hang around. There's going to be a lot of updates. We hope that you guys enjoyed the show and we hope yes. to see you guys next week. Yes. Um, bye. <laughs> bye. He just text. She's like, how's the podcast?